you, and when I defang the viper, trust me, ain't gonna come from nowhere. Jeff, I already put you out, I don't even know why you're out here right now. Keep on talking. Hey, 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 do me a favor, why don't you act like this is an AA meeting, and you shut your mouth while I'm sharing with the crew. And Mustafa, you out here, a boy among men. And I'm gonna tell you what, you got lucky at the Rumble, so I know you're gonna come out here and run your mouth about how bad you are. But let me give you a little bit of a reality check. You see, Mustafa, you said that my eyes don't lie. Well, your eyes don't lie either, because last week, they were closed real tight when I put your simple ass to sleep. And AJ, hey man, be honest with me. How's our old girl Wendy doing? Welcome back to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. It's me, Hafiz, and with me, as always, is Devin. And we will be talking about uh, NXT TakeOver in your house in just a second. Um, but before we get into all that, uh, just felt the need to share a couple words about just the current the current state of affairs in, in you know, the world right now. Um, with everything going on, with all the protests and, and everything, and just, you know, share just a briefly, uh, you know, a couple a couple thoughts. Um you know, it's been a trying time as a as a black man dealing with everything that's been going on. Uh, just have have had a heavy heart, you know, these these last you know for a while now, to be honest. And, and especially these these last couple of days, it's just been it's been crazy. Uh, I'm here in Chicago, and you know, it's just all sorts of stuff going on. We got protests. We've got people just you know just just it's it's just tough, man. It's just tough right now. And, um, you know, my 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 uh, statement here I just want to make is that first and foremost, like thoughts and prayers to George Floyd and his family, you know, the the, the loss that they had. And uh, there was a memorial today, today uh, you know, celebrating his life and also just, you know, just just trying to have everybody kind of just move, move forward and and uh, celebrate him and, and use this as a as a jumping pad, launching pad for, you know, continuing the, the, the fight, you know, towards racial equality. Um, so shout out again to him and his family. Um, shout out to the protesters, heartfelt shout out to the protesters out there fighting for change. You know, it was a true melting pot of people out there from all races, all ages, you know, all coming together for this important cause, you know, wanting change and you know, racial equality. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's, we need change. You know, it's just, it's just things like this just should not be happening anymore. Desperately you know? need change. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, just the protests are much needed. Uh, we, 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 I just, I really do appreciate everybody that's out there uh, speaking up, speaking out, trying to inform themselves, inform others, you know, just uh, thank you all for, for, for your continued fight and vigilance towards that. Um, you know, shout out to the Black Lives Matter movement, you know, just again, for staying vigilant, um, you know, it's, it's just important. It's just important. And again, as a black man, it means a lot to me. Um, you know, it, it's 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 just, you know, we've been through this for a long time for, for yeah. you know, too long. And I and, bet and I bet we both have our experiences, our unique experiences with it, you know, growing up as a black man, too, you know, being young and black, especially. Yeah, it's it's. We could go, we could have an entire, you know, discussion just on that. But I think my thing is just to, to, to continue to, to, to praise and, and, and to, to, um, you know, just, just shower all of those who are, you know, using their voice, using whatever platform they have to try to inspire change, um, you know, and, and just to keep going, to keep doing that, 
And, you know, hopefully people that are listening to this right now, you know, are, are, are hearing us and, and just, um, you know, wanting to do the same, you know, wanting to spread a message of, of, of you know, racial equality, racial equality uh, as far as they can, you know, as much as they can, however they can. So thank you. And let's keep going. The fight is not over. It's, it's, it's just getting started. Um, we got a long way to go. It's not going to be over with in, you know, in a week, in a weekend. You know, it's 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 you know, it's, it's going to be a battle. But, you know, yeah, together, you know, all of us together working together, speaking out, it, it's it's we'll get there, you know, but we just got to keep going. So, yeah, man, you know, I just want to say, you know, shout out to to the Black Ma- Black Lives Matter movement. You know, I. I was just truly amazed by it because to be real with you, man, you know, once I saw the whole George Floyd thing, you know, like you said, you know, being a black man and seeing that again, you know, and again and again. And you're like, when when does it end? And, you know, I, I have to be real. I kind of lost hope. I, I didn't know. It's like I, I kind of thought the world was just, you know, valuing valuing profits over human life. So for the see this movement, you know, and, and to make. And, and, and to come out and say, hey, once, you know, when black lives matter, all lives matter. That, that is a very true statement, you know. So I just want to put a shout out there and shout out to my to my neighbors, too, because my neighbors are white. Uh, but when and we live in a predominantly white neighborhood and I never forget this when me and my family moved in and we're like one of the few black families that live on this block. But they. They showered us with love. They uh, they gave us like a welcome basket, you know, welcome to the neighborhood, you know. And I just want to, you know, just shout out to them because they they show a lot of love and and you know and I appreciate that. And and they knocked on my door a few days ago asking me how you know how you doing, how's your family, how's everything, and and they said you know I I can't even imagine that you know because I didn't I didn't grow up that way. I couldn't you know I couldn't even imagine how you would. You know, you have to tell your kids about, you know, what what to expect and all of that. So, you know, I, I just appreciate that, too, from from their uh, point of view. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. So, that I mean, it just it had to be said before we get into wrestling and we'll get on to, into all the fun stuff. But, you know, it's just it's just too important to to not mention and not just just share our perspectives on that. So, you know, definitely want to want to make sure that gets heard. Um, all right. So NXT takeover in your house. Do a, do a shift here over to, to wrestling talk a little bit. Um, yeah, this this card, you know, it's it's been crazy, too, because I hadn't really been keeping up with with wrestling the last couple couple days and for the, for the last week. So I just pretty much caught up on everything, um, you know, rapidly uh, just to be able to, you know, discuss the predictions for this pay-per-view. Um, pretty interesting build up for these matches. Looks like we got six matches instead of the usual five, which is interesting. I'm wondering if one of these matches is going to be pre-show or if they're going to do all of these matches um, on the main card. It looked like they might do a pre-show with, I, I believe, Tegan Knox, Raquel Gonzalez, Sh- uh, Shotzi Blackheart, Candice Array, Dakota Kai. Because this, pre- well, never mind. Well, it's just preview for the yeah, match. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm seeing that now. Yeah. Maybe it just be on, on the whole match, the whole card. Yeah. That'd be that'd be cool. I mean, I, you know, all of these matches feel like they they weren't being a part of the main card. I mean, that if if you were to pick one, it would be that the the six uh, six woman tag match. You know, that would be pre show. You know, I guess looking at it, but um, it'd be it'd be real cool to just have you know the Mia Yim Candice LeRae feud on there along with Shotzi Blackheart 
being on a on a takeover finally. Yeah. You know, when Tegan and Dakota Kai, you know, picking up their rivalry as well, and Raquel Gonzalez being on her first takeover, you know, it, it'd be really cool if they had that. So, you know, as as a and we haven't had a takeover in a while, so no. it'd be nice to to be able Not to since flip what, all February. It was before WrestleMania, yeah. I think it was so, February, if I remember, for take right. over Portland, yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. So, yeah, so interesting card, and like I said, interesting buildup so far. So we're just going to go down the line and kind of talk about our predictions and what we think is going to happen and, and where things will go from here. Um, so let's start out with that six six woman tag match: Mia Yim, Tegan Knox, and Shotzi Blackheart teaming up to take on Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, and Raquel Gonzalez. Um, how do you see this playing out? Who do you think takes it? And yeah, where do, where do we go from here post um, in your house with, with these six women? I know. Oh, man. It, this, now, this is a tough pick because uh, even because, man, I got to give it to Raquel Gonzalez. She is a great, not great, but she is looking like an all star just the way they're building her. Her moves that I love her moves. It's just like power moves. Uh, for being, you know, the uh, the size that she is, you know, being this this so so to speak, this giant, and 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 I like that, you know, looking, you know, strong like a beast. Uh, and so you got that, and I think she might be the X factor. So I, I gotta, I probably gonna lean more heavy on the heel side with Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, and Raquel Gonzalez. Yeah, looking at this, I mean, I, my my first my gut reaction said Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez, and I think I'm gonna stick I'm gonna stick with that. Um, you know the the story between uh, Mia Yim, Kevin Lee, and Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae. Um, you know it's it's you know the way they've been booked. It I could see it going either way. You know if if we're looking at it from that lens, but. Yeah. I mean, you brought up a good point with Raquel Gonzalez. Like, you know, she's been really booked hard as a as a big time uh, uh, player, potentially like a, a future superstar, a near future superstar. You know, that that time is it, it seems like she's getting fast tracked, really. Um, you know, I, I like the 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 pick, and it, it just it just makes sense. I mean, Shotzi Blackheart, you know, would would be nice for her to get a win, um, but I don't think it really hurts her, you know, to to take a, a loss in, in the the context of the story they have going on right now. Um, you know, Raquel Gonzalez is just so dominant, and you know, anybody getting pinned by her, it's just like, yeah, okay, I get it. You know, look at her. I mean, she's yeah. just so powerful and so just you know just the presence she commands. Um, it it just makes sense. So yeah, Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez. That that totally makes sense. Um, you know, th- this the feuds won't end here. Also, so it it's I feel like you know we still have more time to see some of these rivalries grow. Um, but I think it helps further Candice and Mia Yim for Candice's uh, side to win, and then again to continue to build up Raquel and Dakota Kai. I don't know; she's kind of lost in the conversation. We're not really talking about her, but I mean, it definitely helps her too by association. It'll be interesting for the future to see how long the the team that they have uh, between Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez lasts. Because, like we're saying, I mean, it, it really feels like Raquel Gonzalez is starting to stand out more and more yes. and more. I was so about how, to ask you that. Like, right. do you think she's you know, overshadowing the Dakota, uh, Dakota Kai. I don't know if that's that's the way I would I would phrase it that she's overshadowing her completely, but she she. I mean, you may be right though. You know, as I think about it, like you know, I wouldn't have like, put. We it didn't in that mention Dakota like not not breaking this down. 
Yeah, it's it's been Raquel Gonzalez, you know, that's really been at the forefront, it feels like, you know, and she's not really saying anything either. It's just her, her ring work is what's doing all the talking and just how the power moves and everything she's doing. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Raquel Gonzalez is definitely getting more of the push than Dakota Kai. And Dakota Kai is just kind of like, you know, just kind of there, which might play into a story, you know, in the near future where Dakota Kai feels like, you know, again, she's kind of being betrayed by a friend and she turns on Raquel. Um, you could you could see it coming. Um, so, yeah, I, I think you may be right. You know, I, it wasn't the first thing that, that came to my, my mind. But as I, you know, as I'm looking at it, as I'm thinking about it, yeah, it, it, she may very well be being overshadowed right now by 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 Raquel. So, yeah, yeah let's put a question mark right there. Right. <laughs> cool. So, yeah. So the the heel side of that uh, that matchup looks like they're going to come out victorious, at least from both of us. Um, so let's keep going through the card here. Finn Balor versus Damian Priest. Uh, the the burial match or <laughs> someone who's trying to get uh, their 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 push or their rub off of having a match with the prince. Uh, so that's kind of what this is turning into. Um, there's no way I'm picking Damian Priest. I'm just going <laughs> to not even. You know, let that <laughs> even cross anybody's mind. Uh, Damian Priest is not winning this matchup, in my opinion. I mean, if will they actually give him the win? Maybe, you know, but to me, I, I'm picking Finn. 100% I'm picking Finn. You know what, man? I got to go with Finn. <laughs> okay. I was, I was like, this is, you are no, not about to no, pick Damian no. Hell no. I don't want that smoke with you. No. <laughs> I mean, hey, you know, you can pick him if you want to pick him, but I, I really just, don't. I just though, can't. Though. Man, Finn is going to is going to win. Come on. This is 100% Finn is not losing this. If, if he does, I would be a shock face. Yeah. I might even just pause the the pay-per-view so I can just <laughs> no just you know what just, happened? breathe this in what just happened oh my god but i don't think that's gonna happen man that is i'm not even gonna that's 100 percent not gonna happen yeah that that's just that's hard to, to to stomach right there the idea like and I, I mean even if it's by heel tactics i don't think that it would make me feel better about it in oh, this no. scenario no you know like the cameron grimes win okay you know i get it it's it's, it's almost a two-on-one at that point but damian priest you know, beating Finn, you know, with the, with the, whatever, the nightstick or the nightstick. Yeah. Just no, I, I, no, no, no. So I, yeah, Finn, we both got Finn. We don't have to spend much more time. No, no, really. Move right along. Moving along. <laughs> moving along. All right. So we've got a battle for the NXT North American championship. Keith Lee versus Johnny Gargano, the new Johnny Gargano. Um, yeah, this is, this is, this is interesting because, yeah. you know, with again, with no context, I mean, if you just look at Keith Lee and you look at Johnny Gargano, Keith Lee's a massive man, powerful, um, fast. You know, he's got all the tools and Johnny Gargano is a lot smaller than him. So I think you know, he outweighs him at least by 200 pounds. Oh, man. I mean, it, 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 there's a there's a big size difference. He's Johnny's definitely the underdog. Now, story always plays a part in wrestling. So you got to look at that, too. Um <laughs> I, I'm 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 hesitant because I want I really want both of them to continue to to rise, you know. And I'm trying to see which which way they're gonna pick because I got my pick, but then I'm trying to think of how NXT is looking at this and who they're like, trying to trying to you know have win and carry on with the title. Um, like, does it make sense for Johnny to win so they can carry on the possibly the rivalry? 
Yeah, or even just pay off what Johnny is doing with this whole, yeah. you know, repackaging of Johnny Gargano. You know, with Keith Lee, I mean, he's been a great champion. He's had a couple of title defenses already. Um, you know, and losing to Johnny Gargano, the smaller guy, like, does that make Keith Lee look any less of a great, you know, superstar, really? And, you know, I think no, because Johnny Gargano is, you know, he's he's a big name, too. And he's yeah. just, Johnny you know, he's got a big presence. Yeah, so I just. It's just, will they actually do it? You know, like, will they actually make that? I'm having a hard time believing they're actually going to have Johnny beat Keith Lee. Um, but I'm going to pick it. I'm going to pick that. I think Johnny Gargano gets the win. I think the story that they're telling me, because we said Candice, I think Candice is going to win her matchup against yeah. Mickey mm-hmm. You know, I could see Johnny Gargano getting this win over Keith Lee as well, because they're they're trying to build like, hey, Johnny and Candice are trying to set up this new NXT you know, rebuild it, tear it down, and then rebuild it in their own image. Um, what better way to do that than to claim a championship, you know, and, and build some wins, you know, and to really solidify that, hey, they're serious. They are really trying to change NXT. Um, and, and a huge win over Keith Lee Plus, you know, the way last NXT, uh, last time they were in the ring together, um, Johnny used his keys and jammed it in the eye of, of Keith Lee and then Keith Lee's hand was stuck in between the post and the steel steps, and Johnny kicked that too. And Johnny had one of the funniest looks on his face when he did it too. Like, you know, he just found maybe the way to, like, yeah, the weakness did. of Keith Lee. Like, so, he found uh, gold or something, bro. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man. I mean, I think Johnny Gargano pulling this off, you know, even though it's, it's, it's Keith Lee just feels like such a great champion, and it, it's hard for me to see that him losing but it just makes sense so I- i'm going with johnny gargano you know what man i have to follow suit wow i will go with i can't believe i'm about to say this i cannot believe the words are about to come out my just mouth say it, man it's okay I know. it's all right it's all right yeah let me say it Whew. johnny gargano all right wow. i'm gonna pick johnny gargano it's it's his story man he's gonna win he's gonna do it the jar the, the johnny gargano way yeah. All right. Uh, he's gonna win, probably by underhand tactics. I, I yeah, yeah. I'll put ninety percent on that. He's yeah, me too. Queen. No, no, no. And I look. I've been like, I've been saying, hey, you know, John Gargano. He hasn't been heel, you know, up until I think the last time we recorded. And I was like, you know what? He's finally now. Oh, yeah, he's done a yeah. clear, some clear heel <laughs> tactic. So he's there now. Um, it's free reign. He can do whatever he wants to get a win. He can. And yeah, I, I could see it. I could see, you know, low blow. I could see him, you know, going after the fingers again or his eye again. The eye or maybe the yeah. wrist taking advantage. Yeah. 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 yeah I could see it. You already par- partially broke him down already. So, you know, go finish the job finish in your house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. So we both got Johnny Gargano over Keith Lee and becoming the new NXT North American champion. That'll be a fun one regardless, though. So I'm looking forward to that match a lot. Um, so then we have, ooh, this is going to be interesting. Tommaso Ciampa versus Karrion Cross with Scarlett, which they dropped the last name. No longer Scarlett Bordeaux. It's just Scarlett. I think it's always been. Has it been Scarlet? I don't know if they've ever. Now that you say it, because I, I've you know when I was researching you know Karen Cross and Scarlet Bordeaux, I kept saying her last, seeing her last name, but I don't know if on NXT television they ever showed, wrote it down, or said it. I don't remember you know, seeing so. the graphic yeah. on, on her last name. Just seeing you know Scarlet. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So. 
So, yeah. So, I mean, this matchup, man. I mean, you know, I guess, why don't you break this one down, man? Who you got here? I got the infamous, possibly a murder suspect. We'll see. Oh, my God. We'll see. Karrion Cross. You know, he's he said, hey, he, he, he teased us. He said he's going to do something. He's going to make Tommaso feel something like he never felt anything before. I'm like, okay, I'm down. I want to see it. And you know what? Tommaso's going to lose. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's done. <laughs> You yeah. put up a good fight, but Karen Crossbow, that dude was a beast. Yeah, this is this is gonna be crazy. There's a lot of I mean, I guess we'll we'll go into what we think will be match of the night, you know, after we're done breaking down all the matches. But I think this one, you know, put a put a little note on this one because this could be, you know, kind of a show stealing match overall. And all these matches on this card are crazy. But you know, this one right here, you know, I I think has a, a real good potential to be match of the night, just because you've got two guys who are very similar, you know, in their intensity, you know, in their 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 the moves, the power moves that they use, the the overall athleticism, and Karen Cross is bigger than Tommaso Ciampa, but they're very similar in just that ruthlessness that they have typically. And Tommaso Ciampa as a face is just as ruthless as he is as a heel. Although I do prefer heel Ciampa, um, and I think maybe this might, you know, if if he does take a bunch of losses in a row, you know, maybe he just does go back to that just to refine himself again. Yeah, man, um, a reawakening so, maybe. Right. Exactly. But yeah, I mean, I'd have to agree with you. I think Karrion Cross is his first legit matchup. You know, he had been fighting jobbers before this, and now he's going against uh, Tommaso Ciampa, a, a real bona fide NXT superstar. I mean, it's it's the, the true debut matchup. I, I don't see any chance whatsoever that he loses this match. Um, it would be shocking. This this would be the one where if, if he lost, you know, if Karrion Cross lost, I'd be more shocked about this than any other loss on the card. I would. So yeah, ditto that. Yeah, if he if he was to lose, I'll definitely shock face, and, I, and I possibly I'll be talking about the booking of this match on the post show. Yeah. I'll be like, what the hell? What you know? Why would you do this? Yeah, it really wouldn't make <laughs> sense. It really wouldn't. You know, like I, I don't I don't see the the rationale for having Karen Cross lose this matchup. You know, because then you you just you take away some of the the thunder from what you've been building up. You know, to have him lose first yeah. takeover. The mystique is gone, match. I think, if he was to lose. With this, yeah. I mean, it could be a crazy matchup. And, you know, you could say, well, they, they both, you know, tore the house down and, you know, match the night and all that. But, yeah, some of the mystique would be lost. And it's too soon to do that to him. So, yeah. So, yeah, we both agree there, too. All right. Mm-hmm. And. NXT, yeah, I mean, so far, all of them, I would say. We, all of them, right? One, two, yeah. three, four. Oh, yeah, four for four. Look at that. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see. I mean, there's now we're getting into some, yeah, some I know. interesting area right yeah, now. I know. So we're, we're getting, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how this one goes. Um, NXT Women's Championship matchup. We have the champ, the queen of all eras, Charlotte Flair, defending her title against Rhea Ripley and Io Shirai. So why don't you take this one as well? Who you got? Man, I got the queen, the only one, the the queen of all eras, Charlotte Flair. It's her title to keep so she can continue to build this vision under her watch. Uh, but you know what? Hold on. Something just hit me. Something literally just hit me now. Uh-oh. No, I'll take that back. What? I take that back. <laughs> you literally mid mid prediction. Just mid prediction, bro. Hey, it happens. It happens. Okay. When I said that, I was thinking about Chelsea Green. Okay. And Chelsea Green is now part of the Raw roster. So I'm like, yeah. Oh, you didn't know? 
Yeah, no, no. Like I said, I, I haven't been keeping up with everything, but okay. NXT, I'm, I'm caught up. Yeah, so she's officially part of the Raw roster. So I'm thinking like, okay, I know Charlotte's still part of the Raw roster and she's still covering NXT because she is the champion, but she's not mm-hmm. officially part of the roster though for NXT. She's just going there to because she's have to defend her champion, and you know she's the champion, uh, NXT Women's Champion. So I'm like, how does hey. Chelsea Green factor into this though? Because I saw when they had what was it two weeks ago or was the week or was it last week they had a tag team match? It was last. That week. was two weeks ago. Was it two weeks ago? It was two weeks ago. Yeah. Okay, two weeks ago, uh, they had like a awesome tag team match. I I think this was like Chelsea's Green probably best storytelling match that I've seen and. And I, and I love the chemistry, the dynamic cohesion between the two of Chelsea Green and and uh, and Charlotte. It reminds me of, of like a Randy Orton and, you know, he, when he had Cody Rhodes, you know, I'm going to take you under my wing and I'm going to mold you. And that's the type of and that's the type of vibe that I got. And then when they made that announcement that, all right, Chelsea's going to Monday Night Raw. I'm like, hmm, and I'm like, I know Charlotte. She's still going back and forth, and she's, you know, she's there every week on Monday Night Raw. I'm pretty sure they're gonna do something together now. And then when and when I'm breaking this down, I'm like, you know what? I know I said Charlotte Flair just like two seconds ago, but maybe she'll. So drop you think the- that? So you think she'll drop the belt so she could be in a tag team with Chelsea Green? Not tag team, but just, you know. They'll have some type of story to tell, like, all right, uh, you, I'm, I'm going to mentor you. You're going to watch my back. Going to help me, you know, get some wins or whatever. So I, I don't know, man, because that's that's what that's, that's what I'm getting. That's the feeling I'm getting. Interesting. Yeah. So you think that this that basically because of that that Charlotte will go back to Raw and do more on Raw now versus continuing on with NXT, you know, to team up with Chelsea Green. Yeah, man. In a way, or have a few with Chelsea Green, or something with Chelsea. Oh no, well, not had a few with Chelsea Green, but you know, they're they're going to be doing their own thing. Like they're going to be, you know, it's going to be like a, uh, like a Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens partnership. You know, I watch huh. your back, you watch mine. Interesting. All right. I, I did not see that. You know, in in all, even when you said that there's because I, I saw the the matchup and that it, I technically I guess it was last week because it was not th- this is this is what thir- yeah it was um. You know, a week ago that we saw that it was two shows ago. Basically, the last show we had, um, we saw the the footage of Chelsea Green firing uh, Robert Stone, and then the week before that was when they teamed up. So, you know, just to clarify that too. But um, okay, I mean, yeah, that that's a that's an interesting you know perspective on that to to think. Okay, so so with that, you're thinking now that Charlotte won't win, and it'll be either Rhea Ripley or Shirai. Yeah. And okay. I'm trying to think who will come out there. Maybe will EO? Because EO's a beast. Oh man. I need more time to figure this out, man. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta make a pick, man. Just just All right. Talk uh, it, talk through it. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to, man. It just it seems like the it seems like I'm just going down this rabbit hole now. Like I'm I think I'm there <laughs> at the finish line. Nope, you gotta dig some more. You, you gotta keep on going. It's like, damn it, I thought I was there. Uh uh. Cause I really love that promo about how they were just talking about EO and uh, how she's like one of the best wrestlers, men or women. And like, like, like how you've been saying that too. Yeah. So yeah. yeah when, when uh, it was in Italia, I think yeah. said that. Yeah. And I was like, wow. Yeah. That's exactly how, what we've been saying. What I've been saying too, 
that, you know, I, I would put her top, you know, how do you know, top five, top three, you know, even in terms of just best wrestlers, period, male or female that I, I that I see doing it right now. You know, she's right there. She's right there at the top. So, yeah. So I think that way I, I'll go with EO. Maybe wow. it's EO's time. Maybe she'll have it for, I don't know, maybe it'll be a short reign, but at least she'll have it. Hmm. Well, it's interesting. Um, you know, I was expecting you to say Charlotte. I know, I right? Really, I, w- I, I did really say was, it. I did say yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, you, you kind of, you almost did, and then did, but you talked yourself out of it. The lightning struck my brain, and I'm like, hold on. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, it, it, it would, I guess it's interesting that, to, to, you know, again, you brought up an interesting point, you know, and who knows, like, they, they may go that route. I don't see it that way. I don't see Charlotte teaming up with Chelsea Green, really. I think that Charlotte is on this, this uh, mission to prove that she's, the greatest of all time, you know, that she's the, the, she wants to dominate all of the NXT roster. They showed it in that video. You know, she has gone through everybody on raw. She's gone through everybody on SmackDown, you know, and there was nothing left. And then she went to NXT, you know, and I feel like to abandon that for, to team up with Chelsea green, because you had a tag match where you had decent chemistry and I didn't even think it was great chemistry. It was decent, but there could be something there, you know, to your point. Like, I think that would be cool. It would be fun for the fans. It would be, you know, interesting to watch. But I think Charlotte is on a mission for something bigger than 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 that, you know, honestly. And, you know, I think regardless of the outcome of that, I feel like Charlotte, you know, is going to – she has more matches to have with, with the NXT roster, you know, in my opinion. So, um, yeah. But even having said all that, I don't think that that necessarily means she's going to win. You know, I think that Charlotte, again, win or lose, I think she stays on NXT for a little bit longer, you know, to have some more matches with with, with this roster. Um, but, um, yeah, something tells me that Charlotte's going to lose this matchup. Um, you know, and, and it's there's nothing rational really about it. It's just a gut feeling that, you know, I feel like she's she's going to lose. She's been, without, I mean, they... She's going to lose without really losing, though, like without taking a pin. She, um, I think she will. I think she will take the pin, actually. I think she will. Yeah, I think that the person that wins, I think, is going to beat Charlotte if Charlotte loses, you know, because even though I'm making this prediction, I still there's a part of me that feels like I I could I could definitely see Charlotte win this matchup. But there's a gut feeling that's telling me that she is in real danger of losing this, too, because just I don't know. I just feel like there's something in the air around I think it's Io Shirai, to be honest with you, that Io Shirai could end up, you know, being the person to beat Charlotte and pin Charlotte. I mean, a lot of it, you know, Charlotte and Rhea have this rivalry stemming from WrestleMania. Io's the third person in that rivalry now, kind of thrown into it. Uh, Right in the thick of it, she won uh, the ladder match to get the opportunity. Then she had the match with Charlotte, but it didn't end. And then Rhea Ripley kind of got involved. And then it was Rhea and Io. There's all this stuff going on that kind of kept her away from having a true title shot. Um, And now, you know, she's... She's um, having this this uh, opportunity again. I don't know. I think I, I I just think that it's 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 EO's opportunity. I think it's it's her. I don't know if it's even her time. I just think that it makes sense, you know, for EO to 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 win it. And then, you know, Charlotte and Rhea maybe just have their feud or maybe Charlotte goes against EO to try to reclaim it one on one. I don't know. But there's something just telling me EO Shirai and. There's nothing really logical around it. I just feel like it, it's going to be. Gonna I, I be think evil. it is. If you look at it this way, because I'm kind of trying to put the pieces together as you're breaking it down. I'm thinking maybe 
yeah, Io would pin Charlotte, but maybe steal the pin away from Rhea. And that way you can still continue to feud, but it's not going to be like, you know, maybe not that triple threat feud that we're, we're already getting here, but maybe this is how you continue the feud between EO and Rhea, and Rhea now. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I gosh, you bring up a good point. You know, I could see it. I could see, um, you know, just anything can happen in, in yeah. these triple threat matches, you know, so I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised. Um, it's going to be a good one. I'll tell you that, man. Possibly yeah. still the show. This is another one. This is another one. Yeah, yep. yeah. Put a star on this one, bro. <laughs> and, and another thing, too, I guess just to, to bring this up amidst, like, everything going on in this world, right? We had uh, Hanakamura, you know, um, passed not too long ago uh, as a Japanese star who committed suicide because of cyberbullying. And, um, you know, I feel like there's also a part of this that they may choose to honor her memory in this way as well. To, because Io Shirai, they did mention a statement that Io made about, you know, cyberbullying and, and just, you know, just speaking out against that. Um, you know, and I, just this isn't even a wrestling uh, point. It's just like a, a, a human point that they may just want to use to say, hey, like this is this. this is, we are supporting, you know, uh, just just Hannah in this way by by like. You know, highlighting EO, who just made this cool statement around, you know, just speaking against cyberbullying. So, you know, that's just that takes the wrestling out of it and takes a personal look at it just to say, like, because, I mean, AEW had a similar thing going on, too. You know, and they 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 their stars have been talking about what's been going on. And uh, Sheeta recently, uh, she became the new champion. And, and again, they, they were choosing to highlight uh, what had happened with, with Hannah. And, um, you know, in that, you know, commentators were talking about that and just saying, you know, this is a great way to kind of celebrate um, that the life of, of this young wrestler who passed. So, you know, just they, they may just look beyond wrestling and look at it from a personal level and say, hey, let's let's try to inspire by, you know, having EO, you know, kind of go forward for a little bit as champion and, and you know, honor honor the memory of this fallen Japanese superstar in this way. You know, so that that might be another thing. And, you know, and they may not, you know, they may look at it as another way like, hey, you know, EO said what she said. That's great. Let's just, you know, let that be what it is and just mm-hmm. have wrestling be the wrestling. Um, but there's a lot of things that's just kind of coming together for EO that I just think that, you know, it could be it could be her and it would be a beautiful thing. And from that aspect, too, if they did choose to use this to try to send a positive message around that that tragedy. So um, I do feel yeah. that feeling that this is her time. Yeah. Like the planets are aligning, the stars, it's everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we'll see. I mean, all three women are deserving. You know, yeah. all three women, yeah. you know, Charlotte retaining, you know, I think it would just help to solidify her even more, even though I think she's set. Like she's she's just. You know, a made woman for sure. She so is, man. Win or lose, like this, this won't do anything to to take away from nah. you know her. Uh, Rhea Ripley, you know, to regain the title, you know, in this way. I feel like the more we talk about it, the more like Rhea Ripley's becoming like the least likely to to retain it, though. Um, I think Rhea beating Charlotte one on one is probably the next big win Rhea will get. So that's that's kind of now what I'm thinking. Just talking this through. And yeah, be a non-title match. You think? I mean, by our both of our predictions, we're saying EO. So yeah, yeah. You know, I would say that, that I could see that happening. I think 
regardless, I think it's either Charlotte or EO. If mm-hmm. it's Charlotte, then yeah, then Rhea gets a title title match against Charlotte one on one and maybe reclaims the belt from Charlotte. That would make sense too. But you know, I could absolutely see Io Shirai beating, winning this matchup. Rhea and Charlotte going one on one. Rhea getting her revenge on Charlotte, and then Rio, Rhea Ripley and Io Shirai one on one down the road. You know, for the title. Um, yeah, man, we can't lose either way. You know, all nah, three women like we all win. Deserving, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So the pick is Io Shirai from both of us. So yeah, that, that, again, I, I was not expecting you to say Io. I thought you were going to say Charlotte. So we're five for five. That's interesting. I know, man. <laughs> oh man. But now we're hey, we're at the main event. You know, we the are. NXT we Championship are. matchup, which now is a back lot brawl. Which you know that'll be interesting. We'll see. They showed a video. I, I'm worried about that, man. <laughs> Well, let's let's get into it. So, Adam Cole, Bebe, the champ versus the Velveteen Dream, the challenger, NXT Championship on the line. All right, man, this is this is your guy, um, the self-proclaimed guy. greatest NXT champion of all time. Is and it self-proclaimed? Are it's self-proclaimed. Sure? I mean, he's saying it, so it is self-proclaimed. Undisputed well, saying it too. Yeah, but he's saying it more. You know, he's he's saying it more than anybody. <laughs> I think I say it more than him. <laughs> no, no, no. No one says it more than Adam Cole. I, I'm <laughs> sure of that. I would put any money on that. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, I mean, he's putting it on the line. He's over a year now officially uh, yeah. as champion. Uh, he's going against Velveteen Dream again. Uh, second uh, defense in his, what, about a month now that he's, he's defended against Velveteen Dream. Last time they were in the ring together, I think they showed it in the video that Velveteen Dream actually pinned Adam Cole in a tag matchup. So, or was it a tag matchup? I, I don't know. I don't remember even, but he pinned him. So here we are. Um, you know, we both weren't even sure if this match would even happen, if, if we would see Velveteen Dream Adam Cole 2 right. uh, for the title. So here we are, though. William Regal and Adam Cole had their, uh, what was it, negotiation video, which, you know, was very interesting. You know very what, <laughs> I got to say something. All right. <laughs> I, I, I love Adam Cole. I, I love him. He's one of my favorite wrestlers, but. Okay, dude, you got to chill when it comes to Regal, bro. Oh, chill. wow. Chill. All right, wow. All right Cole, I get it. You know, you're a heel, but bad. That dude is like the coolest GMs of, of all time for wrestling, bro. Bookmark this <laughs> recording. Man. Cause what, Cole... When I was watching that, that seriously rubbed me the wrong way, man. He had like, wow. a, like a pompous asshole. I can't believe I'm he saying was. this, bro. <laughs> You're finally seeing the light. No, I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm not. Finn Balor is the greatest NXT no, champion no. of all time. You no. would never do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. No, but seriously, that's yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I was like, man, you know, I'm cold. Hold on, hold on now. We're <laughs> just being real and being being just real and regal, cool as hell. Right. And Adam Cole was just, you know, just yeah, just being a total asshole. I'm like, uh, I don't know, man. So yeah, but hey, they they negotiated and and uh, William Regal, you know, he gave him what he wanted. So if if Adam Cole wins this matchup, then Velveteen Dream will never get a shot at, at the NXT Championship as long as it's on the shoulder of Adam Cole. So that's that's the stip, that's the the main stipulation there. I mean, at the end of it, William Regal said, "Hey, you know, one condition: I'm going to pick the matchup, the type, and it's this backlot brawl." Which I don't see how that you know really plays a part in anything. I mean, it doesn't. 
you know, it's it's basically I think we're, we're I think we're headed for a kind of a movie style um, one final beat type of matchup on this background so, music. Like yeah, some I can type see of it. I don't know musical not musical score but <laughs> corny score. <laughs> yeah, I mean I don't think it'll be worse than Money in the Bank. Oh no, that 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 shit was all over the place, bro. Right, right. <laughs> Like, just everything about that. But the music specifically was just like, what is happening? Yeah. You know, like, this is just bad. So, um, yeah, man. It, it's, hey, we're here. This match is happening. This is your guy. Who do you got? Ah, oh, I can't believe we're here at the point. Ugh, you know what? I wish I have not seen that Adam Cole celebration dinner. Uh, not last week, but was it yesterday? Because it was like some... I was just seeing some foreshadowing. I'm like, man, this seems like a not a celebration, like a farewell to your <laughs> to your one year. He was like, you were saying, like just the way he was yep. looking at it too. It was like, man, let me get one more look at it. <sighs> <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I am loving I, this. I think he's, I, I think he's gonna this. drop the title. Oh my I think he's god, drop the title. I, and everything in my heart wants to say, like, Devin, don't you do it? Don't you say Elko <laughs> is is going to drop? Don't you do it? No. But I, oh my, my head god. just took over. This Completely. is about logic, to happen. Logic is taking over. Yeah, this is mark it down. This is a special episode, everybody. June fourth, <laughs> Devin has turned on Adam Cole. He defended really regal, and now he's about to pick against him for the oh, first time man. ever. Oh my god! I don't know. But, all right, yeah, I'm gonna say it. I mean, <sighs> Whew. all right. Adam Cole will lose against the Dream, so I officially wow. picked the Dream. This is the Dream. This is his era to take over. All right, Adam Cole built up that belt. God, I wish I didn't see that episode. Oh, <laughs> I wish I didn't see that segment, man. That that ruined everything. That ruined oh, everything. <laughs> everything about my pick. I'm like, this is not a celebration dinner. This is a farewell. Oh, this man. is a farewell dinner. No, man. <sighs> yeah. yeah. That is... I'm done, bro. I'm done. That, yeah. That... <laughs> you okay? You okay over there? I'm good, man. I'm good. <laughs> I-, I might need a moment, but I'm good, though. Oh man! So the the prophecy is done, huh? You yeah. just think it's just over with. It's over, man. It's wow. over. Wow! I can't get man. I can't get past what I've seen. Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, yeah, man. Like I saw what you saw. I saw that dinner. <laughs> I saw that video, and I was like, "Wow, this I don't know, man. <laughs> this just feels like this. This doesn't look good. This no. doesn't look good at all. You oh, know, man. So. Now, here's the funny thing. Everything in me wants to pick Velveteen Dream. Yet, I've seen Adam Cole win so many times. <laughs> this is hard. This is, this, oh, this, for me, it's hard to say Adam Cole is going to lose because he's just won so many times. And I keep thinking, you know what? This is going to be the one. This is going to be the one. And he just doesn't lose. Yeah. <sighs> Man, but that video really did make it look like Velveteen Dream was gonna win. Oh man, you know, it was just, it was just, uh, yeah, it was just. I'm yeah. like, come on, man. Kyle O'Reilly comes out with the big, yeah. like, man, we got room for one more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. 
you know what? I, I just, hey, I commend you for picking Velveteen Dream. I, I think that it, it was is very big of you to look at it objectively and to pick Dream based off of the facts that you were saying. And I think I, I commend you for that. <laughs> for me, I, oh gosh, man. I, I And again, a big part of me wants to pick Velveteen Dream. But you know what? I'm going with Adam Cole. Oh wow! I'm going this, with Adam this Cole. Is, this is this is a strange universe we're living. I'm in going right with now. Adam How Cole. How the hell yes. did we pick opposite? <laughs> we're, we're, we're five for five. Just when I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be easy slam dunk. Yeah, he's going to pick, you know, the dream. And to my I just, man, I feel ice. like when he put when he put that stipulation on it, something I can just envision. Adam Cole being so geeked and excited about having William Regal tell Velveteen Dream and tell the world that he will never have a shot again. There's something that tells me that's just going to happen. Like, as much as I don't want to see that happen, I feel like it's going to happen. Now, we're going to get that moment. That's the thing that sticks out the most for me of between the the, the video and the, the negotiation was that moment right there. Um Gosh, Velveteen Dream, you know, I could I could see him winning because that that video, I think, sways it that way. But there's something about when they kind of foreshadow like, hey, you know, this person is is saying like, hey, you have to go and make this statement in the middle of the ring. And it's something that, you know, it it feels shocking to even have happen. I feel like we usually get that moment happening. Um, So, yeah, man, I just and maybe this is. You know, the swan song for Velveteen Dream and NXT, because now they're starting to do these, these you know, people moving over to SmackDown, moving over to Raw. Maybe this is Velveteen Dream's last match in NXT, and he's getting ready to go to SmackDown like Riddle or to Raw like Chelsea Green. So, um, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I am really torn, <laughs> but I think just the the Adam Cole uh, train that he's been on, like the, the momentum he's been on, like it is just, it's hard to pick against it. It's like Shayna Baszler... When you know she was champion, I I just I I just stopped picking against her. I just said, you know oh, what, yeah. they they're just gonna have her win, and it would make perfect sense for you know all of the other females to to beat her, you know. But she would just win. She would she beat Yo Shirai, yeah. She she just beat everybody. She went through them all. Um, but you know, so in this case, I feel like Adam Cole has become that. Like Adam Cole is that guy that. Even though it makes all the sense in the world that this would be the time that Velveteen Dream would loot, that Velveteen Dream would win, that he would be the guy to take the belt off of him, I just, I just have a feeling. And also too, this whole backlot brawl thing that kind of put me off of Adam Cole losing. I feel like if it was in a normal, like in the ring, and they just, just treated it like this this big matchup but yeah. the fact that it's gonna be in this backlot brawl almost like a gimmick matchup like that's the way adam cole is gonna lose his belt i don't know i kind of have a problem with him losing it that way after being on this historic run <laughs> to just do this backlot brawl and velveteen dream beats him i yeah man, but that, that's that's hard to see i don't yeah. know it's i hope that you know in my heart that adam cole wins i i, I really do yeah. But you know, I cannot. My my yeah. brain cannot get over that segment of the Adam yeah. Cole farewell dinner. Yep, yep. <laughs> like, you're totally right. That I, just burned a picture in my eye. Just like, oh my god, he's gonna lose the the damn title. Yep, it's just yep. The, the way he was just looking at it on the shoulder. Like he had the belt with him inside the limo. Like, 
He didn't need yeah. to have it with him, but he had it with him. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as that limo came out, I was like, "Oh no, this is this is not a good look." This is <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, man. So I I hear you. I think you're absolutely right. And I think in a normal circumstance with any other wrestler, the way that they put all of this together, I would have said, "Yeah, the guy he's losing his title." But with it being Adam Cole and with this gimmick of backlot brawl, this movie brawl that they're about to have. I don't know, man. I just, I'm having, I, I, it's it's the Shayna Baszler effect. I just feel like I'm just done picking against Adam Cole unless he's getting ready to go against the Prince. Finn Balor is that yeah. one guy. That's, that's what that, I was hoping, but then I yes. saw that. I'm like, what the f F yeah. is this? Yeah. Like, uh, okay, yeah. Okay, are they going to detour from the plan now? This, yeah. <laughs> I thought yeah. we were just building towards Finn. Like, this is what... I'm like he's gonna beat. He's gonna clearly beat Dream, and then we're gonna probably get there eventually for Finn. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I feel like Finn. Finn, I would pick. I would pick Finn. I'd pick Finn over Adam Cole. I would. But Velveteen Dream, and I was. I was like again. One of the last times that we recorded, I was on the mindset that I could see Velveteen Dream taking the belt off of Adam Cole. But you put this backlot brawl gimmick in it. It just seems like a weird. Play. It's NXT Takeover in your house. It's in a backlot brawl. It doesn't feel like it has the epicness of a match of, of a matchup that it would make sense for Adam Cole to lose at. I feel like you really have to build up that Adam Cole losing the title. That match, like yeah. that match, needs to be something special. You know, it has to have more you know build up than than this. This one here just feels like it would just kind of come out of nowhere. Like, wait, wait, really? Adam Cole really is no longer champion anymore. Nobody in the undisputed era has the belt anymore. Like, wow, that just that just, I don't know. There's something about it that just, even though that video did what it did, yeah. there's something about just the whole setup of, of this. It just feels like mm, they did a good job of putting enough doubt to make the match interesting. They did their job. So bravo NXT for, you know, making it. You could. It's like a coin flip at this point because you're saying Velveteen Dream. I'm saying Adam Cole. So they did their job. They have people kind of guessing. Um, so it, it'll make for a fun match from that regard. But yeah, I just, it, I think Adam Cole's going to take it. I really do. I hope Velveteen, you're right, man. I hope you're right. Because, yeah. you know, I'm not I'm not crazy or keen on this backyard brawl. Like, yeah. I think whatever AEW succeeds in with these, you know, special stipulation matches, like, they don't, they don't overproduce it. You know, like, you know, with that whole stadium stampede match. That was, yeah. that was a crazy match. But oh, man. Yeah, that was it, it was fun. You know, it had everything in there, but. You know when 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 you hop over to WWE and then you see Money in the Bank, you know certain segments. It's like, okay, this is this is what is this? Yeah. And then now they're gonna give you another match with some maybe possible background music, just like <laughs> with Tommaso and Johnny Gargano. Different yeah. cut angles, maybe a drone angle as well. Let me get that drone wide shot right there. Oh man, it's yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and you know, undisputed era is going to get involved in this matchup too. With it being a backlot brawl, like they can do whatever they want. Yeah. Uh, Dexter Loomis Dexter is going to get involved in this out. matchup. Yeah. By yeah. the way, I love this promo. By the way, I got <laughs> words. I'm like, is he about to talk? Yeah, well, you're, no, no, no. He's drunk. He's taking very slow steps to get there. Just like you said, you want him to gradually take baby steps to start. Talking. Yeah, exactly. So, like so, right now, he's painting you a picture. 
yes. <laughs> hey, man, I, I was rooting for that picture to be some kind of masterpiece because he, bu- he busted out the markers and the Dude. whiteboard. And I'm like, ooh, it would be amazing if this was just some really detailed, like, you know, high art type of drawing. You know, and they turn around and it was it was cool, like comic strip style, like art, man. I was like, all right, man, I like this. I like this. So it was cool. Him driving a car or a truck with uh, yeah, the three members of the three of the four members of the Undisputed Era tied up in the back. You know, it was just hilarious. Um, so, yeah, man, we'll see. But yeah. So, hey, Velveteen Dream, Adam Cole, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, I, I want to say this is the first time you've picked against Adam Cole. I, 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 this, I this is this is yeah. I've I've yet to pick against Adam Cole, but mark it down, man. This yeah, this is I don't I don't I know, don't man. Blame you. And usually this is crazy. Usually this is the turning point, you know, in our predictions. Usually I kind of switch up. You're like, no, nah, never mind. I change it. Even when you was breaking it down, when you were making strong points, dude, I can't get over that image. That is yeah. <laughs> When when we started, I wasn't sure which way I was going to go, to be honest with you, because, yeah, the way that they set it up and I had just finished watching NXT. I'm like, man, I could see this feels like this could be the one where Velveteen Dream wins. But as you were breaking it down, as you were talking, I'm just like, you know what? I started thinking about Shayna Baszler and I started thinking about this stupid backlot brawl gimmick that they're put on this match. <laughs> you know, and I'm just like, man, I, th- this just does not feel like the match where Adam Cole would lose his belt after have this historic run. It just feels like it needs to be on a grander stage than in a back lot. Like what? It just, yeah. So, so that just turned me. So I was like, you know what? Adam Cole, because it just, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to pick against them unless it really feels like, I mean, Finn, first of all, definitely makes sense or just something more epic than this, where you really feel like this is a major matchup. You know, kind of like when Pete Dunne lost to Walter, you know, like that one felt like, oh, you know, Walter is 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 he's a real one. You know, he's that yeah. dude. Yep. So, you know, <laughs> it just made sense for him to lose that that, you know, to him. Um, yeah, man, it, it, this is this is going to be an, I think for the for the fact that, you know, we're both picking this this way. I think it's it, it does lead to being a 50-50 matchup. I think anything can happen. Can. That'll make it fun to watch. You yeah, know, the fact yeah. that we, unpredictable, man. So yeah. you know, I'm 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 not entirely sure if, if Adam's gonna lose. You know, if he if he wins, man, I I'll be so happy. If he loses, yeah, you know, ugh, sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I I won't be you know. I would be a little shocked to see Velveteen Dream pull it off. Like I will, and and I'd be I'd be happy for Velveteen Dream. Honestly, like it would be amazing. His first, you know, NXT champion, like the World Championship, like first time ever that he'd be NXT champion. Um, I, it, yeah, it'd be great. It'd be great to see that. It's just man, and that stipulation that they put on it, where he'd never be able to challenge for that belt while Adam Cole has the belt. I'm like, oh man, that kind of sucks. But he he is what 24 years old. He yeah. does still have a lot of time. Yeah, plenty of time. Um, or maybe he's because he's been saying, hey, call me up, Vince. Like in those earlier takeovers that he was a part of, yeah. he kept making it known he wanted to go, you know, to Raw or to SmackDown. Yeah, it's, quite a few like, people yeah. are making the jump over there. Like he's definitely pulling some people. I I, I think another one is Dominic Dajakovic. It's possibly going wow. over to SmackDown to help out over there. So it's, wow. yeah. Yeah, they definitely See. moving some pieces, man. Yeah, I think this this could be if Velveteen Dream loses, if Adam Cole retains, and again the stipulation is he can't challenge for that belt. 
it would only make sense then, yeah. Velveteen Dream, to to go to Raw or SmackDown. It really would. I was shocked that Matt Riddle went to SmackDown. Me too. You know, Me too. I, I did not see that coming. I was so, very shocked. Yeah. Very shocked. Well, what do you think of the move to Matt Riddle, uh, the SmackDown? Dude, are you worried that it might not work out for that yeah. type of fit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> because it's, it's you know, anytime someone gets quote unquote called up, you know, it, it, it just doesn't go the way you would think. Oh, they can't mess this up. Alistair Black, they can't mess this up, you know, and then you you, you get the, you know, him having the therapy sessions, you know, in the, in the closet somewhere. And it's just like what? And that just goes on and on for months. Um, even Drew McIntyre, as badass oh, as Drew McIntyre yeah. is right now. Yeah. We said rest in peace to Drew McIntyre's career because he was a lackey to Shane McMahon, yeah. you know, like it, it, or and and, you know, <sighs> Yeah, it's he was like to the Dolph Ziggler to 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 Braun. He was yeah, yeah. to Corbin to King Corbin. You know, lucky for high. So, yeah, I mean, so and it's it's it can happen. It can work because now look at Drew. Now you know, look, he's he's he's, he's made it now. Um, you would hope that that would be the case for Matt Riddle, but man, it's just it's scary. And on SmackDown too. I mean, they could yeah. use it's. It's a good move for SmackDown, but it's a scary move for Matt Riddle. That, yeah, that's I, I worry about not not just the fit, but how does Vince McMahon sees him? You know, like yeah. does he see him as an idiot? Like because he's not, but does yeah. he picture him because the way he talks, it's like slow, kind of almost R R V D ish. Yeah, similar. Yeah. So I, I don't know, man. That that's and RVD never really, he never really got that huge push. Like when they nah. when they they had him as WWE champion once, you know, when he beat John whole, Cena, right? Right. Yeah. Right at that ECW show, yep. that ECW pay per view. Yep. Um, but yeah, he wasn't really ever given anything more than like you know Intercontinental Championship runs, you know, like that mid card run, workhorse run. Um. You know, so and Matt Riddle might be headed to that, unfortunately, too. But we'll see. Yeah, man. I hope. I hope the people. Well, not the people, because there's no crowd. So right. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and I guess that's another thing too. So they've been using um, the NXT developmental crowds at, at all the shows now, including NXT. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about that? Do you do you like how they're doing that, or what, what do you think? I like it, but. You know, it halves off, you know, because they that's what they needed to do. You know, I'm glad yeah. they they copied AEW because AEW kind of introduced us to that. But it is definitely you can tell you can definitely see the difference between the WWE, you know, crowd and AEW crowd. Like they're more relaxed. They're like don't have this unnecessary pressure, but you can see it from like WWE, some some look like they're told to, you know, the cheer. It's it seems more forced. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. It definitely feels more forced on on NXT. You know, AEW also they're using like uh, the, some of the main players in the crowd. You know, like you'll see yeah. MJF. Out oh yeah, there, drinking. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, bet you know gambling out there. Yep. You know, picking wrestlers who these things gonna win. So you know, it just feels more meaningful, more impactful that way. And then sometimes they get involved. You know, what's going on, or they'll be you know trash talking each other from the crowd area. 
You know, so I think they're just doing it better right now. And sometimes it just feels hokey, you know, in, in the on the WWE side, seeing, you know, hearing the forced reactions and, you know, the, the chorus of boos, but feeling like, you know, they were told to boo on cue or something like that, like you said. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I almost preferred the silence, you know, on NXT <laughs> the, and, and on Raw and SmackDown yeah. than getting this forced reaction. I know. You know sometimes it kind of just takes away, like, especially when heels are out there, because those boos just feel so forced. It does. Who like, boos like that anymore, man? Like, yeah. You know, like when I first saw it, I thought it was refreshing. It was cool. I, I was yeah. thinking like, hey, man, maybe this is maybe an NXT de- developmental, you know, somebody who can, you know, opportunity. They can take this opportunity and just run with it. Maybe they could be yeah. a stand stand out in the crowd. But mm-hmm. I'm not saying that. Because nope. it seemed like people was just, you know, in this box and they can't step out the box. Right. Right. You know, and so, certain times you just I kind of want to just hear, you know, the 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 promo, you know, without getting that forced reaction to try to tell me, you know, that I'm supposed to not like, you know, this person like, you know, Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae cutting promos and then hearing those boos, you know, and that kind of affecting what this happened it's like let me just make up my own mind you know let me like that was something kind of cool about that that you know because you're not getting that reaction it's just like it's just it's a promo that you know you yourself it's just you influencing your or them influencing you and that's it so you know it it was something fun about that and even during the matches like being able to hear them talking back and forth you know it was was something really cool about that so but i like aew's version of it like you said because it's it just feels more natural. It does. Um, and it's a mixture you know. of everybody, man. You know? Yeah. Uh, like you said, MJF. It's just a whole variety of wrestlers. Pineapple Pete. Yeah, yeah. Pineapple Pine- Pete. Pine- yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, man. But, I mean, I, yeah, I just had to bring that up because we hadn't talked about that yet. But, yeah, just, uh, you know, I'm sure at TakeOver we're going to get this this crowd, this makeshift crowd as well. So, we'll see what happens there. Um, so match of the night, you know, what, what would be your pick right now if you had to say match of the night? What, what's your prediction there? Oh, man, match of the night. If I had to pick one, just one. Just one. So if I had to pick one, all right, I'm going to let you know. Adam Cole, Valentine's Dream, I'm eliminating that one. Yeah. Reasons why, because it seemed, that's more of a stage match. and It's a movie. Yeah, I'm, I can't get into that. All right, so that leaves... Really between the two between the three right now, Charlotte Flair, the triple threat women's Tommaso Ciampa, Karen Cross, and Keith Lee against Johnny Gargano. Uh, that's where I'm at. But for some reason, Tommaso and Karen Cross just stands the hell out to me right now. Yeah. Like I think it's gonna be something that I, I don't know, man. Just I like Karrion's cross uh, promo that he did against Tommaso when they were both in the ring, and he told him that he's gonna ha- he's gonna make him feel that uh, it's gonna he's gonna feel a emotion that you never felt before. And I'm just like, man, I'm, yeah. you're teasing me. I want to see that now. All right, yeah. so yeah, man, I think it's gonna be a great sto- storytelling right there, and you know, matching the night right there. Tommaso Ciampa, Karrion Cross. I'm putting the star for me right there. 
Yeah, I mean, Karrion Cross and Scarlet are going to have the moment of the show for sure when they do that entrance again. I, I can't wait to see that entrance again. So that's going to be great. And I, like I said earlier, I think Ciampa and Karrion Cross that really has a a real potential to to be match of night. Um, I think my pick right now will be the the uh, triple threat for the NXT Women's Championship because it, it's really up in the air. You know, which one of those three women win? And yeah, for us to say Io Shirai, you know, and she was kind of the, the third wheel in this this feud between Charlotte and Rhea Ripley, you know. And you see the feud now and it's just like, man, these are I mean, really, if you think about it, these three women right here are maybe the three top female wrestlers in WWE, period. Yeah, that's right. You know, in in, in all Raw, SmackDown, um, NXT UK, NXT, everything like these three women right here. This is it. You know, I mean, Becky Lynch is not there. You know, Bailey has been awesome, but I can't I can't pick her over any of these three women. Um that's, you know, Asuka has been awesome, but still, I, I would say Charlotte, Rhea, Io. Like, those three right now, that's that's one, two, and three, or one A, one B, and one C, you know, in, in, in WWE, and really, maybe in women's wrestling, period, you know, and overall, men, women, too, like, these three, they can do it all. So, I am really excited about this matchup. I think this one... Yeah, it's it's those two matches, the triple threat and the Champa Cross one. Those are the, the two I'm most excited to see. Um, and I'd say Johnny Gargano and Keith Lee because you know if, if Johnny wins this title, man, that'll be really cool. Um, I think the match is there's going to be heel tactics, so that kind of I think hurts it from being a potential match of the night, um, just because it won't be the the usual Johnny performance we see. Like he's going to be a little bit different. Um, but that could too. I mean, that has right. that potential because <laughs> Keith Lee is going to do something high flying, oh, you yeah. know, like something crazy. So that'll be fun. And yeah, Finn Balor. I, I, I'm gonna. I'll be disappointed if Finn Balor's match lasts more than like ten minutes. Like really, it, it should be somewhat back and forth to give Damian Priest some respect and kind of put him over a little bit. But you know, at the end of it, I think Finn Balor still should look dominant over Damian. I Priest. give him twelve like, minutes. He'll get yeah, the job done within twelve. Okay, uh, well, all right. Yeah, right. cut some Damian Priest some slack. It's like, he's an above average wrestler, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this has been a while now, man. We've been talking about him for a while, and just for him to still just be an above average wrestler, like, that's just, <laughs> that's that's not good, man. That's not good. It's, you know what? It's, it's, what, hope, what keeps him at that above average is his character. Yeah, you know, if he yeah. if he didn't have that wrestling, he would just he would just be garbage, bro. Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree. Just garbage, I but agree. you know that that wrestling what keeps him you know in that above average lane right there. <laughs> now, if he could just get that promo, now it seems like I was getting a little bit pieces of it with with Finn Balor because it seemed like Finn Balor is bringing something out of Damian a little bit, but. You know, I, I think this is not a, a feud. This is just more no. of a one and done. So This is a one and done. Yeah. This is a one and done. Yeah. Finn Balor needs to move on. And I want to see Finn, Adam Cole. I, I, I want to see that. I want to see that. Please, NXT, make that happen. I think, you know, Finn and Adam Cole has that. That, that just has that energy to make you feel like, okay. We're seeing something really, truly special here. Yeah. So, yeah, man, I, I, I really want to see that matchup. And for the, for the, chi- for the title, for the championship. Um, so, yeah, man, I think uh, Charlotte, Charlotte, Rhea Ripley, and Io Shirai, that's my pick. Your pick is Ciampa, Karrion Cross for match of the night. I mean, that'll be fun to come back to and discuss after the pay-per-view to see which one really pulled it off. Yeah, but, 
yeah, man, that's that's it. We've we've broken them all down. It's gonna be a fun show. I'm looking forward to it. Um, it's on Sunday, right? That's right, man. Sunday, not a Saturday, kid. Sunday. Get Sunday, ready. yeah. They, yep. they they they're taking the main stage on Sunday. That's that's awesome. Um, that'll be six central. You know, may I mean tune in. There might be a pre-show matchup or two. I think the following we'll week see. after that is Backlash. I think so. Yeah. yeah, I think you're right. Oh well, gosh, one more thing before we we call this uh an episode here and tell people where they can hear us um the cruiserweight championship so the whole thing because we we didn't really talk about nxt you know the, the actual episode but i just wanted to to actually just get your thoughts on you know the drake maverick situation you know and and el hijo del fantasma situation i guess maybe fantasma first and then uh the drake maverick situation because the, the the fun conversation I think is Phantasma and I think that okay him being champion is cool you know he won he's champion now I think those goons are with him oh yeah I think they oh, they yeah. work for him <laughs> this this was all a ruse yeah yep. this is like the third so, time I'm seeing you with the yeah. with the two dudes bro yeah so you know and nothing that, has that's, happened that, to you like they failed nothing. everybody got snatched yeah. up. Except, Except for, you. for you. Yeah. <laughs> and now they helped you indirectly, quote unquote, indirectly helped you beat Drake Maverick, you know, to to win that title. You know, they came down. They looked like they were going to attack him. But then Drake Maverick went out there. And then as soon as Drake Maverick uh, finished with them, came back in the ring and got finished by Phantasma. So, yeah, he, he profited off of that. And that, that was, a, it was a it was a slick plan, you know, nice, yeah. nice, uh, you know, way to way to make that happen for himself. So good for him. Good for him, I would say. Um, so I, I think we're both in agreement there. So really nothing to discuss too much in detail there. Drake Maverick. Um, I'm disappointed in the storyline. I really am for Drake Maverick. I just got to say it. Like this, this is it's it's disrespectful for everybody that lost their job to make it seem like he had just earned a contract, you know. And 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 in that way, it just it just sucks, especially for all of the wrestlers that you know actually did lose their jobs and got fired, you know, for you know with with you know the cuts that they had happen. You know, it's like okay, well, he had that chance, but what about the rest of them? You know, if if all of them, why didn't the rest of them get an opportunity like that to be able to save their jobs? You know, and it's it's. It's because he was never fired. You know, he was actually, you know, just they, they use this as a storyline. And even if he or was, and then was. they was and, and they just saw that promo. It's like, oh, you know what? Never mind. We need to keep him or something like that. Yeah. But there were a lot of people that had heartfelt promo. Like it just it shouldn't yeah. be that if you could yeah. keep him. Why did you fire him? In the, it, there's a lot of questions that get brought up because of what they did and not good ones. You know, it just doesn't make them look good. Like, I feel like there needs to be more transparency around his situation so that it cleans it up a little bit. Because right now it just feels dirty. Like, it, it just it just doesn't feel good. Yeah, that's, that's exactly how I felt with after the match and then Triple H come down and I'm seeing what he's holding in his hand. I'm like, oh, that's a contract. So he's just going to, you know, we're going to pretend that he's, you know, he's resigned a new contract and he's here yeah. to stay. And it didn't. It didn't feel like you said, man. It didn't feel clean. No. <laughs> you know, maybe it worked for other people, but from jump, like, you know, when he gave out that heartfelt message and then like the following week, how they just used that story for his uh, for the Cruiserweight tournament and kind of used that as the forefront for this tournament as well. It I don't know. It just kind of sucks, man. Yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah. It just... Leaves a bad taste, you know. I don't know. I I I don't like it. So we'll, 
you know, I guess we'll just leave it at that. I mean, we're we're both on the same page with that. I feel like they could have done better around this whole situation with Drake Maverick. I mean, if you wanted to bring him back based off of that heartfelt message, like just bring him back, you know, just 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 do that first and then have him continue on in the tournament or keep him off of TV for a while and then bring him back later. Like Kurt Angle showed up, you know, and that was fine. I mean, no one has an issue with Kurt Angle just showing up to ref and then introduce Riddle on SmackDown. That's yeah. it's, it's it's fine. But, you know, for Drake Maverick to be in these matches and say he's fighting for his job and then gets the contract at the end, like what? It just it just doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. And the whole thing and then him crying and knowing that he's he's got the contract. I mean, they already knew you know, like, and then he's just trying to still, you know, play on the heartstrings with the emotion. It just doesn't feel right. And again, thinking about all the people that actually lost their jobs, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 then he has this story, you know, kind of it almost mocks what all of them are going through, you know, and, and it's like just just a slap in the face, really, to, to all those guys. So, you know, and men and women, you know, both. You know, that all lost their jobs. It just it just kind of sucks, man. It just sucks. So just had to bring that up. I'm seeing it on my screen right now. I got NXT rolling in the background. I'm just like, oh, yeah, this happened. So I just wanted to bring it up, you know, <laughs> just to share. So we can both share our thoughts yeah. on what we felt about this. Oh, so real quick, man, because uh, two weeks ago we had this special match between Timothy Thatcher and Matt Riddle. What was your thoughts on that? Um, I guess just to throw that into real quick, I'm... I like the setup of the matchup, you know, with the the cage and taking the ropes out. I thought that was cool. Um, Timothy Thatcher overall, I still feel like, you know, as a character, he just leaves more to be desired. I don't think he's a bad character. I don't think he's a good character. I just think he's, you know, in development still. Mm -hmm. He truly feels like a developmental wrestler. You know, he, he has some tools. He has the intensity. He has the moves. He has a a great skill set overall. But... Do I want to see? Do I get excited about a Timothy Thatcher match? No, no. Nah. Like I'm still not there for that. I think his promo so, was bland when he was trying to get you. You know, he was trying to get us worked up for this this match. I guess when he's doing a promo for Matt Riddle, telling him you know, what type of match is going to be, it, it just Sam. It just sounded so bland. But the match itself was holy shit. Was yeah, it's crazy. It was like, bro, this is. All right, how did you translate this into like a a, a promo? Like, cause that wrestling was was crazy. How he lost a couple of teeth. He was able to tell a story with that, all of that, and and you know, I I, I believe that was like a to me that was like a, a Timothy Thatcher match right there. It statement match. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, for some wrestlers, it's immediate where their charisma just, you know, reaches people and people are instant fans. And then there's some people where it just takes time. And I think Timothy Thatcher is just going to take time. I think if he builds on this and builds his cachet and builds a reputation around just this, you know, really intense, rough type of wrestler who, you know, yeah, is not afraid to lose a couple of teeth to win a matchup, you know, then that reputation will start to define him. And and then people will say, hey, that's that is his character. He's a guy who, you know, you don't know what is going to happen. He may get his teeth knocked out or knock out the other guy's teeth or break a limb or something like that. You know, so and and I brought up Shayna Baszler a couple times now, but almost like in that Shayna Baszler type of way where, you know, you're either going to nap, snap or tap, you know, like it's going to be one of those things. So, you know, just I think it'll just take time, though, for him to really establish himself 
And if, if they give him enough time and if he can work on his promos too, you know, that would definitely go a long way as well. But yeah. even Shayna doesn't credit a great promo necessarily. Like she's gotten better, but I mean, it, it's, it's not like, it's not like she's like Becky, you know, when on the mic, you know what I'm saying? Like she's far from it, Yeah. but her, she has a mystique about her because she's not afraid to break someone's, you know, elbow or wrist or arm or whatever, you know, in order to 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 win or get an advantage or whatever. And like every time you see her now, you're afraid of what she's gonna do. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, you know, I just I feel like with Timothy Thatcher, that could be part of it, that he just starts to build a reputation. He starts to scare you because yeah. you know, you know when Timothy Thatcher is about to have a match, something crazy could happen. You know, like he he's he may break your fingers or you know like do something crazy you know i might call out a cage match a special match like we're gonna do a cage match like because that was yeah that whole aesthetic look of it was crazy man i hope i loved it like you just you see thatcher just walking around the like the catwalk and you got the ring below and he's just waiting he's just pacing back and forth waiting for riddle man just looking like a caged animal just ready to to be unleashed so i like that and for him to get a a clean win, like yeah, to to choke out Matt Riddle, and he didn't even get the regular. You know, I'm gonna raise your hand one time, you're knocked out. He got the old school raise your hand three times, you know, yeah. to make sure you're knocked out. It was like whoa, so that was cool, yeah. man. Yeah, I think um, he needs a match with Pete Dunn because they're oh, similar yeah. in their their styles, where you know it's they they both um, you know well, I guess maybe not completely similar in their styles, but as I was talking about. Like, you know, breaking limbs and stuff like that. I started thinking about joint manipulation and what Pete Dunn does. So to see both of them kind of like Pete Dunn, you know, doing the joint manipulation and trying to snap his fingers and snap his toes and whatever. And then, you know, Timothy Thatcher going back at him and doing that to him. You know, it, it could be a really scary match and a very you know uncomfortable match to watch the two of them go at it. Uh, and then to have a, a feud, let's say, because... You know, Pete Dunn brought Timothy Thatcher in, you know, and then he turned on on Pete Dunn's partner. He cost them the tag team titles. And we haven't heard from Pete Dunn yet. So I think that, you know, naturally when Pete Dunn is able to travel, you know, would be a great store, a great uh, person for him to go against that has, yeah. you know, a, a reputation, you know, a cachet about him. And, you know, that that wrestling style that they both have, that brutal style, I think they would they would have good chemistry in the ring. So, you know, I think that'd be cool to see uh, a matchup, a feud for for Timothy Thatcher to, to use to, you know, establish his reputation more. Okay. Yeah, man. Yeah, me me too. Uh, with Timothy Thatcher, though, like, like you said, I just, you know, I just want him to hone more of his promo skills because he has it all when it comes to the wrestling, bro. It, that, that's just taken care of. Like, I saw that he was able to tell a, a well thought out story that I understood. Like I, like man, you got a lot of fighting. You got a lot of barking. You too. So I enjoy that, man. But just you know, like you said, man. I just I, gotta, I guess I got to be more patient for him to pick up the whole promo piece of it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, well, there. So basically, we we broke down some of uh, this week's NXT uh, news from the from the shows now a little bit. Yeah, in this look last at section, you know, we talked about NXT Takeover in your house. You know, broke that down. Um, so that's that's pretty much everything for the show. So I guess the last thing to do is just let people know where they can hear us, Devin. So uh, let them know all the time, man. So 
First, you can always find us on Facebook, Instagram, and of course on Twitter. We're always mostly active on Twitter. That's Clark Street underscore wrestling. And you can always listen to our podcast on the most popular podcast app you like to listen to. If you got an iPhone, Apple, if you got an Android, Google. But yeah, so we got a whole bunch of uh, episodes, over 100 and counting. So we got a lot to uh, deliver. Absolutely. And more to come in the future. So that's going to do it for this week's episode. For Devin, I'm Hafiz. We'll catch you guys next time. Peace. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast.